You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. All right, welcome in. It is Minor Talk. He's Angel Munoz. I'm Adrian Broadus. Together we bring you Minor Talk today after a huge victory for this UTEP men's basketball team. They defeat New Mexico on the road 77-69. to We're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency. Seven locations across El Paso from the west side to Fabens. Contact the Oscar Arieta Agency for all your home auto, or life insurance needs, and uh, you can go online today, get started with a free request of proposal online at OscarArietaAgency.com. Uh, a lot to get to today, a lot of excitement by UTEP fans, and rightfully so, the Miners defeating the Lobos for the first time in the pit since for thir- uh, in about 13 seasons. And uh, for UTEP, let's set the stage right because the Miners came into this one very short-handed. Jamal Bienemy was out. Uh, Jamari Sibley had flu-like symptoms. Uh, and then also... Titus Verhoeven was dealing with a back injury, you know, and he, he didn't really practice many uh, times this week. In fact, uh, he missed the past two practices for Jamari Sibley. He's somebody who didn't practice with the team as soon as they got to Albuquerque. And um, and so UTEP came into this one a little bit more shorthanded than they expected. And with Jamal Biennemi, the point guard, out, it was Keontae Kennedy who filled in that point guard role in a very, very notable way. I mean, he was awesome. I, I really liked what Keontae Kennedy did filling in that role. 22 points, 8 rebounds for the Miners, and 3 steals on the defensive side. Sule Boom definitely did enough. 26 points, led all scorers today, and had 9 19 points in the second half. I loved the UTEP defense in this one. They forced 16 turnovers. They held New Mexico to shooting under 40% from the floor and then 22% from beyond the arc. But let's really, let's really uh, mention it. It was out of the second half, the Miners going on a 16 to 1 run and really not looking back. I mean, New Mexico went on two separate 6-0 runs in the second half to make it a close game, but UTEP was able to remain strong, and they ended up beating the Lobos in this one. They got into their head four technical fouls for New Mexico in this game, and uh, UTEP winning a significant game at the pit. They improved to 5-4 and four on the season, and uh, another, uh, again, a great win for Joe Golding and company, a great win for a shorthanded minor team, and uh, now the, the minors will have some momentum going Going into the final stretch of their non-conference play as they get ready for UAB and to battle uh, in conference play at the end of this month. Our telephone numbers, we've got three telephone numbers that we have here on the show. 915-542-0060. That's, again, 915-542-0060 to get into Minor Talk today. You can also call us at 915-542-0067 or 915-542-0128. Our three burner alternative phone numbers to get into Minor Talk. But first, want to welcome on Steve onto the program. He's joining us from his house after the UTEP Miners get a huge road victory to close out a very tough three-game stretch. Steve, if you would have told me that the Miners would have come into this one and beat the Lobos at the pit without the likes of Jamal Bienemy, without Jamari Sibley practicing over the past couple days and only playing three minutes today, and with Titus Verhoeven still dealing with back spasms, I would have told you you're, you were crazy, but UTEP still does it. It was their stifling defense. Keontae Kennedy, Sule Boom really stepping up. Up and for the Miners, they get to bring home a, a really significant victory. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100. percent I, I mean, you think about what happened earlier in the week, okay, in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, and it was one of the worst losses we've ever seen, and it was so bad, it was really unwatchable. And for this team to follow up a terrible loss with a big, big road win like this at the pit against a New Mexico team that has talent and has a couple of big scores and obviously has been in some some wars themselves this year and do it the way they did by building up a, a huge lead early in the second half and really never relinquishing that lead more than you know eight or nine points when the uh, Lobos tried to cut it. It was impressive, Adrian. The defense was terrific. Um, I'm with you. When I heard that the enemy was out, I, I didn't think UTEP had a chance. Didn't think they had a chance. And then to see the effort from Keontae Kennedy, the defense was spectacular. Uh, and then, you know, the Lobos, hey, uh, you you get teed up three different times in a game or four different times, whatever it is. I think once in the first half and three in the second half. I, I mean, that's inexcusable. One's bad enough. Four just shows you that you're, you're lacking discipline and, and you obviously are allowing the uh, the Zebras to get the best of you. So everything that could have gone right for UTEP went right today. And uh, man, oh man, it's a great victory for a UTEP fan base that I know was really starting to question things after what happened to Kansas uh, on Tuesday. I think this is a huge swing game, Steve, and, and you alluded to it. It was the loss to Kansas. It was the loss to UC Riverside. They lose at home against New Mexico State. The Miners go into this one losing three of their last four games, and if they drop today's game, they lose four out of their last five going into their final stretch of non-conference play. You don't want that kind of uh, momentum to hurt you late in the non-conference slate as you're getting ready for Conference USA play to start. You want one of these big big momentum-changing wins under your belt if you're UTEP. And for this team who's dealt with a lot of adversity to start off the year, I mean, the injury, the finger injury to Sule Boom to start off the year before it even happened, then you deal with two players who go on the COVID list and who are out with COVID protocols, and now you have uh, Jamal Bienemy out in this game, yet UTEP's able to put aside that uh, adversity that they they faced, and they're able to get a huge victory to close out this tough three-game stretch. I, I think that that's a really, really nice job by this coaching staff. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And that's the thing. Got to give all the credit in the world uh, to uh, to Joe Golding and the staff. And, you know, I, I was impressed, even in the postgame, when he was when he was essentially saying that, look, um, you know, I didn't come out after the Kansas game because I had to talk to the team, and I felt that was more important. But, and I get that. He was a first-year coach. Obviously, a loss like that really hurt. Didn't want to blow them off. I had a message for them, and ultimately – that's why, you know, he did what he did. It, it makes a lot of sense. And they rebounded. They came out well and, and, and played great, really, from the outset. It was an ugly first half, uh, you know, scoring. Thank, uh, thank goodness for Keontae because he carried the team offensively in the first half. And then, you know, Sule got into the act in a big way in the second half, made a living at the line. And, uh, you know, those two really were the offensive force. But you, you have to love a lot of the things you see in the stat page, Adrian. That's the key more than anything. 36 points in the paint of their 77 points that's big also uh the fact that you know they scored 24 points 
off of turnovers. So 16 turnovers for New Mexico led to 24 points. That's big numbers, especially when you're getting out-rebounded 41-34 by the Lobos. The Miners were just able to do all the things on the stat sheet that really added up to a a victory. And obviously the 1 of 12 for Mashburn shooting from the field, it's a huge storyline right now if you're UTEP. Yeah, UTEP was able to really put the uh, the clamps down defensively. A lot of credit goes to Keontae Kennedy in this one. Again, I I felt like he did a really, really nice job. Uh, Our telephone number, if you'd like to give us a call, 915-542-0060. As we're getting underway with Minor Talk, presented by the Oscar Arietta Agency. Later on in the show, we will have our hot hand of the game, thanks to Win Supply El Paso, and also our player of the game, brought to you by Keats Southwest. But right now, we're checking in with Steve here on the show after UTEP defeated New Mexico 77-69. Going back to Keontae, Steve, uh, he fills in this point guard role. I'm curious to see moving forward if he is maybe UTEP's you know, uh, backup point guard, if they would like to roll with with him when uh, Jamal Bienemy is on the bench during stretches after his performance today. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, that was a revelation in itself. And, and Kennedy has not looked good most of the season offensively. So maybe it was playing the point guard that just sparked him, and he got up for it and really responded to it. Look, from the interview we had with Kennedy and Boom a couple of weeks ago, you'll realize that Keontae is one of the more likable players on the team. Uh, just a, a, a good, good person who loves to play video games, as we learned. But more than anything, Adrian, you know, they need leadership right now. And Bienemy was out, and you kind of wondered who would step up. You knew Sule Boom would have a big game because that's what he does. He scores. But who else would really help you out? And Kennedy was that guy today. And, I mean, you look at him, 8 of 13 shooting. Um, that is that's about as good as you can get. Eight rebounds, leads the team in boards. Um, you know, he did so many things right in this game. And when you need leadership and you can find it like that, uh, it's huge for UTEP. It really is. I also look at this group and uh, I, I think that that leadership really played into a big way in this game when the Miners were try- were at when, when New Mexico was actually receiving uh, those uh, nice runs on their side. They were having the 6-0 run on their side, then they had another 6-0 run in the second half, but UTEP yep. would not let the Lobos come back into this one. That's the, what, what impressed me so much, that UTEP was resilient against these runs that the Lobos would put together. They were, but also understand that the Lobos self-destructed. I mean, part of it is also that as great as UTEP played, I mean, you know, if, if you're Rick, Rick Patino Jr., Richard Patino, uh, you've got to be really upset with the way that your team unraveled in this one and, and just couldn't keep their composure. I mean, if, you know, if, if we're talking about a UTEP loss today in a big game in which they commit four technicals in a game, just imagine what the fan base would be like talking right. about that. So that's huge right there. And, I'm going to tell you, I I mean, I give UTEP all the credit in the world because they bounced back, they did it the right way, and that's what it's all about. So, um, you know, I'm happy as a minor fan today because of the win, who they beat, how they beat them, where they beat them, and more than anything, as we've talked about, just the way to come back from such a bad loss uh, against Kansas and show you what they've what they're made of without their starting point guard and as you mentioned it you know Titus is injured and and playing and and playing hurt Sibley's got the flu I mean all these guys are coming in and, and playing uh, and they're not at 100 percent and they were able to do what they did that to me is really impressive and I mean you look at Titus Verhoeven okay 
Titus plays 24 minutes, only shoots 2 of 5 from the field, finishes with 6 points, 4 boards, and 4 fouls. Might not seem like much, but then you realize he was a plus 19 in 24 minutes of play. That's enormous. That means that when Titus was on the floor, the Miners outscored the Lobos by 19 points. He had the highest plus-minus ratio of anybody on this team today, and that's something you got to look at, Adrian. You don't always, you know, you look at the box score and you think, ah, two of five, four boards. That's nothing. What a just another you know meaningless game for Titus. But then you say to yourself, man, plus 19. That means so much when you start to realize that when he was on the court, that's how much better UTEP was than New Mexico. You no, know, you're exactly right. I, I just want to ask you, since we talked about some of our the, the veteran players that UTEP has, some of the ones that UTEP is looking at, like Titus Verhoeven, which I, I agree with you, Steve. I he di- It didn't really show up in the box score beside the plus-minus, but man, this guy was real helpful for this team. Uh, give me your thoughts on some of the newcomers, like Jarrell Satterfield coming off the bench, scoring eight points. Uh, you look at somebody like Jamari Sibley, although he only plays yeah. in three minutes, I mean, he helps the minors out in this one. How about Alfred Hollins, three points? points today in, in a nice effort and then uh, brings down six total rebounds in uh, in a game where he fouled out early into the second half. I feel like Hollins is going to be one of those guys that gives you more value on the defensive side. I, I really do. I, you know, I don't see Hollins as a score much, but if he can give you six to eight to ten a game and play good defense and stay in the game and, and, and you know do a good job defensively on his man, that's valuable. Satterfield, to me, is one of those guys that's going to come into a game and hit two to three threes off the bench. I, I just feel like that's his role, you know? He's got a beautiful stroke. We've been often saying the Miners have got to find shooters. They need three-point shooters. Well, the truth is, Satterfield is that guy. You just have to get him the ball and hope he can get into a rhythm early and hit those spot-up threes like he was able to do today against New Mexico. But he showed that ability during the season already in other games. So I kind of feel like he's one of UTEP's best three-point shooters. You just need him there and, and need to get that, that right rhythm so he can start firing, Adrian. But the newcomers did fine. Um, I, I thought that, you know, again... When you look at a guy like Christian Agnew, um, he's somebody that you wish could just put it together offensively. At times, it seems like it's there, but still, at other times, you realize that his his game is just you know one of eight today, and and you know that's and three misses from the three point line. That's that's that hurts. You got to get better contributions out of Christian Agnew, and he really has never been able to find a comfort zone offensively since he joined this team last year. He's got energy. He's got an enthusiasm he'll play great intense pressure on the defensive side of the ball you just hope that eventually that offense could come around a little bit more I mean that's really the only thing I would say about that because other than Agnew everybody else shot the ball pretty well Hollins was only one of five today but still you look at you know just some of the other guys that we talked about earlier Kalud two of three Satterfield three of six Maring two of two uh, Verhoeven, two of five. And then, of course, you had Boom and, and Kennedy. So you just hope that Agnew's able to just put the offensive consistency together because if he can get that together with everything else in his game, that would just give UTEP another big weapon.
Steve, again, the Miners uh, come into this one. They've they lost three of four games, but they get a huge 77-69 victory over New Mexico. As we wrap things up with you, Steve, uh, just want to ask you, what's next for this UTEP squad as they wrap up their non-conference slate? Remember, they've got McNeese State this Thursday, then the Sun Bowl Invitational next week. What are you expecting out of the Miners before they get ready for UAB on December 30th? First off, you hope to get healthy. Um, you know, you want to see a guy like Bianami come back to the team and everybody else get healthy. But you know what else I want? I just want to see great defense out of them game in, game out. Because the defense is really what gave New Mexico so much trouble. And if this team just continues their defensive identity and figures out ways to win offensively, let's be honest, Adrian, they're never going to be a good offensive team. They're going to have to grind it out. They're going to just have to get contributions from a ton of different guys on a game-by-game basis. But if they can just keep that defense up, and that's how they establish their identity and do enough offensively to win, you hope this team will be able to play in the top half of Conference USA, if not better than that, uh, come tournament time in March when they go to Frisco. And I think that's all you can ask for, more consistency. And, you know, Coach Golding called uh, you know the effort against Kansas that was the one performance, the clunker. You just hope you throw out and you don't get any more of those. And instead, you just get a team that can, can play the kind of defense that will keep them in every single game, which is really what I'm hoping for. Hey, Steve, really appreciate you starting the show with us here on Minor Talk. And uh, always great to talk a minor win with you after the show. Hey, it's a lot of fun. By the way, uh, I know a lot of you out there listening are still not ready to dial us up yet because of our new burner lines as opposed to the normal numbers. So we tweeted out the three phone numbers a little while ago, Adrian. That way our listeners won't have difficulty in terms of trying to fill up the phone lines today in addition to Twitter so we can get some great reaction from all the minor fans out there. Fantastic. Listening. I appreciate that, Steve. I will, I'll reference that for the rest of the show, and uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow live at Border City Ale House at 4 clock great job enjoy the program and uh, have, have a great time talking utep hoops i'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow at four all right appreciate it steve we're going to take a time out right now when we come back we'll get to minor who is first up on the phone lines right now if you would like to follow up minor our telephone number is 915-542-0060 you're listening to minor talk presented by the oscar arieta agency right here on 600 espn el paso all right, welcome back to Minor Talk. We're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency. I'm Adrian Bradas. He's Angel Munoz. Sal Month is back in action this week on Thursday. He was just out for today. He'll be back in uh, later this week. Our telephone numbers, we've got three right now. Our telephone numbers are 915-542-0060 if you want to talk about this victory. Uh, another phone number to get to is 915-542-0067 to get into the show here on Minor Talk. Again, we're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency with seven locations across El Paso from the west side of Fabens. You can contact the Oscar Arieta Agency for your home, auto, or life insurance needs. Uh, let's jump out to the phone lines right now, and we'll welcome on Miner, who's joining us on the phone lines right now after UTEP gets a big 77-69 to victory over New Mexico today. Miner, what's going on? How are you this afternoon? I'll tell you what, this was the greatest. Uh, I thought I was watching the... Uh, miners back in 1980 in the heyday of Don Haskins. I, I'm calling from, uh, Rosa, New Mexico. And, uh, I played down at UTEP and I had the honor of playing one year for Coach Haskins. I was on a football scholarship, but watching our defense just smother the Lobos was, was 
you know, I mean, it just brought tears to my eyes because I remember back us going to the year I played, we, we finished second in the whack, and then I was given the option to say, if you still want to try football and basketball, you can sit on the bench of Baltimore. You can play. I, I played football, and I started as a freshman. So I stuck with the football team, but the next five years in a row, the Miners won the Western Athletic Conference, and watching the way they played defense reminded me of those heydays of whenever UTEP dominated the whack. No, I mean, they played phenomenal defense, Minor. You're exactly right. I mean, forcing 16 turnovers today against New Mexico, holding the Lobos to shooting just 22% from three-point range and uh, under 40% from the floor today. I think that's a valiant effort for the Miners who came into this one shorthanded. They didn't have their full complement of players. I, I think this was a really exceptional job by this team. Well, you know, usually I'll listen to Tyson and you're also feet, but I couldn't resist watching stadium and listening to Robert Pointnoy and the so so called Lobo legend great Hunter Green. And man, I would love to call Hunter Green and say, uh, hey Hunter, does that remind you back whenever you played whenever your daddy was Don Haskins? Because <laughs> I mean all he could talk about was how great the Lobos were and how great that they're gonna come back and do this and they're gonna do that. Then they were actually started making excuses. And then finally, Hunter Green admitted that the length of the UTEP guards gave problems to the UNM Lobo guards. And they started finally, after watching us beat, you know, get them down by 18 points and make a run, get them back, back down by 18 points and make a run. Finally, they started admitting that, yes, UTEP's defense has affected the Lobos real bad. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, listening to those guys eat crow was, was great. <laughs> I you hear you. I get sick and tired of his, listening to Robert Poitinari. He's a, he's the voice of the Lobos. Back then, he used to be Mike Roberts when I was around. But, Robert, hearing him talking about how great the Lobos are and watching the game, and I'm going, I must be watching a different game than what he's watching. <laughs> I hear you. Because I mean I mean the miners just came out and took all the air and took and shut the Lobo fans up in the armpit of the that's what I call the pit, the armpit. <laughs> you know, hey. Hey, good a, job. There's a lot of there's a lot of problems. You know, there's a, what's funny is is there's a lot of problems. Here in New Mexico all the money goes to U and M and they spent all this money to upgrade the pit to make it a you know, try to draw all this stuff. And what what they get? What nine thousand fans there today? Yeah, it was a nine thousand four forty four fans out at the pit. Definitely not what we're used to seeing. I mean, around fifteen thousand is what we're used to seeing out at the pit for these big games, especially rivalry games. Hey, it's a Sunday. Hey, Cowboys are playing this afternoon too, so maybe that had something to do with it. Uh, nonetheless, uh, New Mexico definitely not having uh, a lot of their fans out in attendance today. Hey, Miner, appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you for weighing in on the show and appreciate your phone call here. If you'd like to follow that phone call up, our telephone number is 915-542-0060. Again, that's 915-542-0060. And then our other phone number, 915-542-0067. So two ways to get in on the show. I'll throw throw out the third phone number uh, once we fill up those two first lines here on the show. The Miners defeat the Lobos 77-69. And going back to something that Miners said, I mean, the Lobos fans, they 
they had the air totally taken out of the pit uh, today after multiple stretches by the Miners. I mean, uh, you have that 16-1 to run to start off the second half for the Miners. Gave them so much momentum in the first half. And sure, there were times where uh, the Lobos are trying to claw back here and there. I mean, they put together some runs on their side. But they UTEP would not let them come back. They led the entire second half. They led for the majority of the game. And uh, for the Miners, just to, again, a lot of credit goes to them for holding on to this game despite all the adversity they've faced over the past couple weeks. Uh, going to Twitter right now, a lot of tweets to get to, and I appreciate everybody tweeting us at 600 ESPN El Paso. Some guy Chris tweets us, what a freaking win. Great job by Joe Golding and company. Also checking in on Twitter is Ricky Alcantar. Yes, Coach Joe Golding and the boys are fighting hard and improving fast. Jonathan Byers tweets us, Sule Boom improved his shot selection today. Not a whole lot of threes were attempted today, which goes to show that this team does not have to jack up the threes to win the games. The defense led to easy buckets. Satterfield had a good game, but I'm growing impatient with Agnew. Hey, JB, this is all I have to tell you with Agnew. You could be impatient with his offensive game. He was one of eight from the floor today, three points today. Uh, but he does all the little things that help out the minors still. I mean, five rebounds, four assists, four turnovers, two blocks for Christian Agnew in 36 minutes of action. Really like that by the undersized guard. It's just trying to get Agnew back to the point where he's a leading scorer. I mean, he scored 12 a game at Northern Alabama for a team that made the NCAA tournament. And here at UTEP, he just hasn't found his offensive game with this uh, program. So maybe he he continues to get better and starts to gain more confidence when it comes to his offensive game. But I'm really not sure what it what it is with him and not being uh, consistent offensively. Pinky tweets in on the show, way to take care of business on the road at the pit. Want to see this type of effort at the dawn. Hope this will kickstart the team. Going to be a great ride home. Jonathan Byers follows it up. And lastly, I hope Keontae Kennedy can keep up this level of play. Hopefully his performance was not a one-time thing. Pinky tweets us again. Just witnessed two dubs on one Sunday afternoon by two of my favorite teams. Cowboy football and the minor men's basketball win. Don't ever remember experiencing this. Go Cowboys and picks up hashtag minor talk. Yeah. Um, like many people reminded us here at the Lubingo Studios, it's interesting to see UTEP play a Saturday afternoon game um, when they're usually playing sun, uh, Saturday evening or something like that. It's a Sunday afternoon game for this UTEP men's basketball squad. Adriana Enemy Win 3 tweets us, After two disappointing losses, the Miners got to the pit and pulled off a huge signature win. This is huge. Excellent job by Golding. Hashtag Miner Talk. Hey, Adrian, I'm with you. You've been... Uh, consistent about being um, positive when you when you need to and then negative when you need to as well Adrian so uh, I agree with you I think it's a great victory for Joe Golding and company and I also think it's a great win uh, for this minor squad that was so depleted this uh, coming into this game again remember if you're just listening right now here to minor talk Jamari Sibley dealt with the flu all week long didn't really practice at all and Joe Golding said that ever since they got to Albuquerque the team um, they've been really uh, see Jamari Sibley at all. He was pretty much in his room, not feeling well at all because of the flu. And for somebody like Titus Verhoeven, he's been dealing with back spasms for the past 
I don't know, three games, all the way back to that Florida A&M game, maybe even that UC Riverside game, been dealing with the back injury, and it still uh, persisted in this game, but he still played 24 minutes off the bench. I mean, credit to Titus Verhoeven for being strong and trying to trying to play. I, I mean, that's awesome right there. Um and then for somebody like uh, Jamar, uh, Jamal Bienemy, he was out of this game. He, uh, had a hard collision with Kevin Kalou in that Kansas loss. Didn't play any of the second half of that game. And then in this game, he was ruled out. Didn't even make the trip to Albuquerque. So hopefully the Miners will get back their point guard. Uh, again, really nice job by Keontae Kennedy filling in that role today. Mike Cuviello, our friend, uh, tweets the show. He had a similar game last year versus Rice. Keontae Kennedy is a talented guy, and I am glad he took the offense on his shoulders a lot today. He's also our best rebounder, for better or for worse. He has a nose for the ball. Hashtag UTEP versus New Mexico. What this team needs, we are not good enough team to just chuck three-pointers. We are much worse when we rely on the three-point shot. Set up good shots, too easy game next week, so let this momentum, so this momentum will last until we reach Conference USA. That's all coming from Mike Cuviello, our friend here on the show. Uh, our Twitter is at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter if you'd like to check in there. Also our phone number is 915-542-0067. Again, that number is 915-542-0067. Let's go to Hunter who's joining us next here on Minor Talk. Hunter, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing fine, Hunter. How about you, man? Oh, can't complain. Can't complain. I think uh, I think this game, man, it's, it's a couple things, and I'm not going to take anything away from the team. I, th- I think it was great. I think uh, UNM is just a good matchup for them, and uh, UTEP's a bad matchup for UNM because of the guard play. You know, UNM doesn't really have people that can make them pay down low, won't, won't score a whole lot in the paint. They, they rely on a lot of guard scoring. And, uh, and UTEP game plan for it and took them out of the game. So it, it was a good matchup. UTEP went in with a with a good game plan and executed, and that's what you saw today. Um, I could tell, uh, and I, I, you know, I don't always see eye to eye with uh, Mr. Kaplowitz there. You know, we get along pretty well, but some, you know, one thing I kind of disagreed is he, he he gives all the credit to UTEP, but he kind of alluded to the fact of UNM self imploding. You know, no discipline with those technical fouls. What do you think caused that? They didn't, they didn't start the game like that. They didn't go in there saying we're going to be frustrated and, and have attitudes. It was caused by UTEP taking them out of their game. UTEP frustrating them. I, they looked defeated at one point with a lot of time left in the game because of UTEP's defense. They were settling for poor shots. Their first shot, UTEP would clear the boards on that defensive rebound and, and they're out of the game. So, some of those technicals were also, you can attribute it to UTEP's defense and the frustration that they caused uh, UNM to have. So you got to give credit for that. Uh, you know you know how I feel about Verhoeven. And I don't know what that plus minus is, but even though he's hurt, he came up big. I know he didn't yeah, score he did. or anything. He had two very critical boards, one on the defensive side and a putback on the offensive side. Love that, that putback, yep. Yeah, I mean, those, those were crucial. So, I mean, I, I'm quick to criticize, but you also got to give credit where it's deserved. I mean, those, those, those were big-time plays. He, he put himself in a position to, uh, to, to affect the, the game, impact the game in those critical times, and hey, great. And then everybody's talking about, you know, oh, you took hung on. They didn't hang on, man. They won by nine. They had this game in the bag. They executed. They weathered a couple of runs, but they, they, they weren't hanging on for dear life here. They, they beat handily. A good UNM team at the pit. Let's give some credit here. They didn't hang on. They didn't 
They didn't, you know, they didn't almost blow it. They they beat handily a good UNM team, so we got to give credit. Well, I'll, I'll tell and you this, we, Hunter, real quick before before you wrap things up. Uh, UTEP of last year, UTEP of old. You're you're worried with them having a lead in the final ten minutes. You're worried that they're going to crumble. But I'm not worried with this coaching staff. I think they've proved so far that when they have a lead late in the game, especially in the second half, you can count on them to pull out a victory. I I think that's something that you have to give a lot of credit for this group doing. And uh, yeah, I'm with you on the technical foul aspect for UTEP. I think you. UTEP really frustrated that New Mexico team. I thought, despite some of the questionable calls, I mean, hey, you can say what you want. I think those questionable calls just led to the frustrations for these New Mexico players just uh, going out, and, and they they uh, ended up getting called for all those texts because of UTEP's um, you know way to you know the, UTEP's ability to just get in their head. And UNM well went small multiple times in this game, and I really liked UTEP matching the fact that they went small. They would throw a four guard lineup, UTEP would, and then Verhoeven at the 5, and that was just enough to do it. I'm with you. They also looked defeated early in this game. I thought it was like 10 minutes to go. UNM not even running for those, off, trying to get offensive rebounds, and uh, UTEP able to get those easy gimmies on their side. So, uh, for the Miners, I, I really think this is a nice win. All the credit to them after this one. Yeah, I mean, they they took UNM out of the game and and those those calls, there there's always questionable calls on both sides. There were calls against UTEP that I didn't agree with. That's part of the game, but it, it that's not what caused the tech. That was just the boiling point. They'd reached their boiling point from the frustration that UTEP gave them all game, you know. And and without their point guard, uh, without a big man, I mean, it's it's impressive, you know. And and we're, this is what we're going to be seeing this season. We're going to be very frustrated at times, like Kansas. And then you're going to be very happily surprised at times. It's what happens when you get a new coach, a new system, a new program. It's part of it. But like you said, uh, you know, we're, we're, we kind of got some, some battle wounds from the last couple of years for, oh, no, here it comes. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like getting out of a bad relationship. You know, you kind of go a little <laughs> apprehensive to that next one. You know, we're, we're, we're in a new situation here. Let's take this coaching staff and this team for what it is. And, you know, I, I share one of the uh, – I think it was that, that – uh, Byers guy, uh, yeah, Agnew's not a good offensive player. That's not his role here. You got to see what all he brings to the table besides that. Yeah, it's frustrating. He'll miss pretty much all his shots, but he's not jacking 20 of them up like, like, uh, Boom sometimes does. He brings a toughness, an experience, a grittiness, a defensive presence that no one else on the team does. You know, and it, he just, he fills that role. That's, that's him. He's the tough guy. And, uh, and he, we saw how valuable he was when, when he was out and when him and Boom were out. They lost to UC Riverside. I think even if they had him without Boom, they'd probably win that game. Yeah. So we, everybody fits a role. He, he's very good at the role he fills, and we need to appreciate that. And, hey, he's not much of a scorer. Well, move on. He's a second best perimeter player, uh, perimeter defend, uh, defender UTEP has, Christian Agnew. I mean, number one, I would still say is Keontae Kennedy and what he's able to do in his emergence as a perimeter defender. But number two, easily Christian Agnew. I mean, you can have him guard the team's best player and he'll do a really nice job. So, uh, also great job by you, Hunter. Really appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for weighing in on the show after this minor victory. Again, UTEP defeats New Mexico 77 to 69. If you 
you'd like to follow up Hunter's call, now is the time to do it. 915-542-0067. A lot of tweets to get to, but let's take a time out right now as you're listening to Minor Talk, brought to you by the Oscar Arietta Agency, only on 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, welcome back to Minor Talk. Adrian Bratis along with Angel Munoz as we continue here on the show. UTEP defeats New Mexico 77-69. They improved to 5-4 and four on the year. First time defeating the New Mexico at the pit in 13 seasons. And uh, the Miners get a huge, huge road victory tonight. Again, they, they face a lot of adversity heading into this one. We've mentioned this before. Jamal Biennemi out of this game. Sibley didn't really practice a lot, only played in three minutes today. And then you had Titus Verhoeven, who's been dealing with the back injury, and uh, he still played 24 minutes of action today, despite that injury. But a lot of credit goes to Keontae Kennedy. A lot of credit goes to Sule Boom, the coaching staff, uh, and this whole team for rallying around and uh, and winning this game especially on the road in enemy territory let's go back to twitter real quick 600 espn el paso on twitter again our telephone number if you'd like to talk about this one 915-542-0060 915-542-0067 two numbers to get into the program as minor talk continues jeremy caranco tweets the show Keontae is my favorite player on this team. This dude has heart. Everyone go catch his interview on 600 ESPN El Paso from a few weeks ago. Love this guy. Yeah, us too, man. We really like this guy a lot and uh, and what he's been able to do. ATYYY8 tweets us, should Keontae play the point more often? LOL. Yes, that's my short answer. Yes, he should. He he should definitely be. Uh, they they could switch things off. I mean, Jamal Bieniemy has shown that he likes to be an off ball scorer at times, and he can be a catch and shoot scorer. So let Keontae generate some offense. I'm with you on that, man. I, I agree. I agree with that completely. Jonathan Byers tweets us: This was a team win today. Picks up. Mike Cuviello tweets us: Just saying overall, I'll be interested in how we fit into Conference USA this year. I expect us to be somewhere in the middle, like usual. The game against the supposed top dog UAB will show us a lot. Grand Paul tweets us, The big thing is they didn't put up a bunch of th- bad three-point shots today. Yeah, man, only 13 attempts by the Miners. They're starting to trim down their attempt numbers when it comes to three-pointers and uh, not shooting as much because, uh, let's be honest, they haven't really warranted a lot of three-point attempts this year as a uh, struggling three-point shooting team. They did enough, five out of 13 today, in order to get this victory. King Eric tweets us, great defensive performance tonight. They didn't let New Mexico get into any kind of rhythm. I guess the meeting after Kansas made them wake up, and it looked like they wanted it tonight. King Eric follows it up by saying, hopefully this is a good luck charm for the football team next week. Good point. Miners will be back in Albuquerque, the football team that is, uh, a week from now. They'll be, uh, ra- they will have already wrapped up their bowl game. It's Saturday, six days away for the New Mexico Bowl, and we'll have it for you, 600 ESPN El Paso. Jonathan Byers says, UTEP is a better team when they don't jack up threes. I love how everybody wants to comment on three-point shots today in attempts. <laughs> it's, it's pretty interesting, you know, despite winning on the road. Um, also tweeting us is Mike Cuviello. For sure, I credit Sule Boom for playing within himself today and making plays in other places, especially at the charity stripe. There is no excuses with our schedule to not have a winning season. 
That's coming from Mike Cuviello on the show. Uh, a couple other stats to get to today. Actually, let's go down the game run as uh, this one comes in. And if, again, if you'd like to talk about today's show or today's game, now is the time to do it on the show. 915-542-0060. That number is 915 915- Five four two zero zero six zero. The Miners had good defense early on. New Mexico was not used to that, and how UTEP was physical. They really made. They were a lot for that Lobos team to stop. They led twenty two fourteen. They led by eight points at the nine minute mark, and then UTEP uh, was actually their their lead was diminished by New Mexico. It was twenty five twenty three with seven to go, and then thirty three thirty at the half. So the Miners only lead by three at the break, but then they go on a six. 16 to 1 run. Yeah, that's right. 16 to 1. They lead 49-31 with 13 minutes to go. UNM hits their first field goal of the second half 8 minutes into it. And then New Mexico goes on a 7-0 run. It's 50 to 41, a 9-point advantage for the Miners at the 9:56 mark. So you're you're a little worried if you're UTEP. They struggled to score at that point. Uh, New Mexico was getting the crowd behind them, but UTEP turns around and they go on a 13 to 3 run of their own. They they distance themselves again. They lead 30, uh, 63-45 at the 530 mark. And then a couple different uh, two, uh, 6-0 runs by New Mexico. No problem for UTEP. They still led 67-58 uh, late in the game, two minutes to go. And then the Miners just able to close it out 77-69. Score really didn't show how dominant that second half was for the Miners and what they were able to do, shooting 46% from the floor in the second half and then making 19 of 25 from the free throw line to close this game out as well. Miners shot 43% from the floor, 25 of 56, and then 22 of 29 from the charity stripe today. Uh, New Mexico in this one, they shot... Under 40% in the first half, 37%, and then 42% in the second half from the floor. Uh, but from the cha- uh, three-point line, they struggled all game long. Credit the UTEP perimeter defense for holding New Mexico to go 4 of 18 today, 22% from three-point range. And uh, New Mexico really could not get into any kind of a groove. The Miners allowed... 50-plus points in the paint against New Mexico State. They allow 46 points in the paint against Kansas. And then tonight, they only allow New Mexico to score 36 in the paint. Uh, nice job by UTEP improving from those two past struggling games, uh, playing that interior defense. And I, I think Hunter said it best with UTEP's defense, uh, not really, I mean, Look at what New Mexico presented. They didn't have a lot of size to them. They like to go small and different stretches, and that really helps UTEP. So um, we can say this now. I think that this is something that we can say definitively. When UTEP plays a team that is going small, who is very guard-oriented, and who doesn't have a, a good presence in their front court, I think the Miners will have a way better chance of trying to pull off that victory because of the complement of guards the Miners have, the experience they have in their back. Court, not only on the offensive side with proven scores like Sule Boom, but also proven defenders like Kennedy and 
Christian Agnew, like we mentioned earlier. So I think that's the big storyline of today. When UTEP's going up against a guard-oriented group, they're able to come out on the winning side more often than not. Uh, a, a couple other stats to get to today. The Miners have 19 points off the bench. Jarrell Satterfeld had eight, and I really liked his performance. Bonky Maring came in today, five points today, after Titus Verhoeven, Kevin Kalou, and Alfred Hollins all dealt with foul trouble throughout this game. Kalou with th- uh, with four points today. Uh, he had four rebounds, three fouls, and then two turnovers in ten minutes. So Kalou didn't play that much. He he got in foul trouble right away. Uh, but I still liked his motor, and I I still continue to like what he ends up bringing to this group. Alfred Hollins, I thought he played one of his best games, if not his best game overall. A block today to go along with his three points and six rebounds in 18 minutes of action. He fouled out, but I, I liked his uh, contribution for this group today and what he was able to do. Uh, lastly, I will highlight off the bench and what he was able to do is Titus Verhoeven. Six points, four rebounds, 24 minutes of action, and plus 19, including one block on defense. Titus Verhoeven, a really strong game despite dealing with back injuries and uh, you know all the back spasms he's been dealing with over the past couple of weeks. Hey, UTEP gets a big 77-69 road victory over New Mexico. We're going to wrap things up with our awards coming up next. Stay tuned as we get ready for our player of the game, thanks to Keith Southwest and our hot hand of the game brought to you by Wind Supply El Paso. You're listening to Minor Talk thanks to the Oscar Idiot, the Agency only on 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, welcome back. Final segment here on Minor Talk. If you'd like to duck in one last call, now's the time to do it. 915-542-0060. UTEP defeats New Mexico 77-69 to claim this victory today. Uh, Kevin tweets to show, I feel like New Mexico is a way better team than New Mexico State. Am I wrong or... UTEP is beating up on this team right now. Um, I'll say this. I think New Mexico State's better than New Mexico. I think New Mexico's still under year one of the Patino era. Richard Patino, that is. And uh, I think they still have um, some room to grow on, on all areas right there. Last time UTEP defeated New Mexico was January in 2009 of the 2008-2009 season. Uh, so yeah, it's been a while. 13 seasons since the, the Miners have beaten uh, New Mexico. Huge victory today on the road. 77-69 is the final. Uh, Sule Boom led the way with 26 points. He is our hot hand of the game after his performance. And thanks to Win Supply El Paso for bringing us our hot hand of the game award after every UTEP game keep everybody warm comfortable and toasty this winter with a new champion furnace from wind supply el paso wind supply el paso is the official dealer of champion heating and cooling products and you can locate your nearest champion dealer online today visit the find a dealer tab at windsupplyelpaso.com sule boom the wind the hot hand of the game uh, with 26 points to help the miners. But player of the game, you have to give it to Keontae Kennedy after what he did. 22 points, 8 total rebounds, 3 steals, and a block in 40 minutes of action. His effort tonight was amazing. Uh, he filled in for Jamal Bienemy at the point guard role, and he did it in such a nice way. Player of the game, uh, it's definitely Keontae Kennedy. And thanks to Keith Southwest for bringing us our Player of the Game award after every UTEP men's basketball game. Remember, Keith Southwest delivers the best precision metal components for businesses throughout the world, all made here in El Paso. To learn more about Keith Southwest, go online today, keatssw.com.
as we turn the page and look over to this upcoming week, the minors.